Welcome to The Tea on Parenting, a podcast for parents where we talk everything parenting. So whether you're expecting or maybe even have a frozen embryo, parenting a toddler, school age, teen, preteen, young adult, this is a podcast for you. We talk about the ups and downs, the ins and outs, the straightaways, the curves, and everything in between. We're going to have easy and difficult conversations, but guess what? It's the tea on parenting. And we're going to do it together. So grab your tea. Get aboard. (laughs) Take a seat and enjoy the ride. It's the tea on parenting show hosted by Kendra and Naji. That's right. Hello, hello, hello. How are all our parents doing? Mama cubs and baby cubs and daddy cubs. This week, this episode, we are talking about the tough topic, step parenting. (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, according to the definition, a step parent, of course, is someone who doesn't have a biological relationship and usually happens because of marriage. However, in the context of our podcast, we are going to include parents that might have had like a common law relationship or a long-term relationship with a person and, you know, have that role because, you know, let's be honest, you know, in our culture specifically, not everyone got married to the person, but the person kind of was there, you know, and I think that this is going to be like a very, very interesting topic. Um... I remember growing, when I was growing up, if a man had kids outside of his marriage, the kids, the other kids didn't get treated the same. And, you know, it was wrong. And uh, I think now society has changed, right? And so there's not this hierarchy on marriage. And so unfortunately, you know, step parenting really wasn't, uh, an easy task because it was tainted because the f- divorce was you remember it was like what you know um, and uh, that was just the times that we live in and you know so now so let's talk about that so how was did you ever experience that parent growing up or I experienced my mother having a mate so it never sat well with me because dad was number one. Like dad took me to the ball games. That's right. Dad did this. Dad did wasn't disciplinary. Mm-hmm. Um, it was easy to be around dad. So if a mate, my mom's mate, was around, it was always we can't, we can never have a a equal ground. That's right. And I think that's to be said too. I think that you know. A lot of people probably feel this way. I mean, and and it can be so different because some people maybe, you know, they have a horrible relationship with their parent. And so maybe that's that parent is everything to them. But so we're just talking, you know, through our lived experience and through some, you know, research that we have done to prepare for the show. But I felt like, 
you know, I always referred to my dad's uh, dating mates at that time as Mrs. Who such and such. Because, exactly. You know, mom is mom. You know? Right. And to call somebody else that was like blasphemy. You know what mm. I mean? Like, uh-uh. Not doing it. <laughs> yep. So, you know, my mom, she tried to not enforce it, but why you don't like him? She's not my dad. Right? He's not doing what my dad does. When he comes over, he comes over for you. Right. And I think that's part of it, too. You have to think of it from the kid's perspective. Right. Ultimately, the kid really wants their parents together. And sometimes, you know, parents do try to stay together for the sake of the child or the sake of the children. And so, you know, I think everybody, every kid, you know, I shouldn't say every kid, but most kids, right, have that admiration that, yay, it's going to be mom and it's going to be dad. And, you know, we're going to be, you know, together. together. And, you know, that's what's what it's a whole like. family. We're going to be a family. And so sometimes the um, the person that's in a relationship with the person, they take the brunt of that because, you know, say the child could be special needs or say the child can have behavioral issues or just say the child can just have not no issues like that at all but maybe just have a very demanding um, schedule right that's right. like basketball football or you know cheerleading or whatever that or you know spelling bee for all that you know all that can be dance class and right so, so okay. you find yourself it's, it's so many different dynamics but I think for me if I can think about like what that looked like or felt like, you know, dating, I think just, you know, in my experience, women just taking that control and running with it. You're stuck on that control. <laughs> so listen to this, right? So here we have a situation, right? Scenario. Right. Yours, you're the step parent, mm-hmm. right? And you're coming in no kids mm-hmm. um, your mate has um, a, a young lady that's 17 mm-hmm. right and he has a, a young man that's 14 mm-hmm. so now you have to weave your way through mm-hmm. to find out what they like what they dislike mm-hmm. things they like to do mm-hmm. so far and do it become a hassle? Of course, because you have to make sure you're right all the time with them. That's so, right. in that perspective, you have to spend time with that child. Mm-hmm. So it's one-on-one time. Mm-hmm. Pick up from school, go shopping, clothes shopping, incorporate them with your daily yeah. routine. I think I think step parenting right can be rewarding, and I think that you know there can be fairy tales. There can be horror stories but I think ultimately you know when you love someone you know and you have to accept everything everything including you know those pieces and I think that you know um and especially to say if the parent had you know it's like oh god this is the next girlfriend (laughs) you know Mm. what I mean so, you know, there could be a lot of different moving pieces when it comes to, you know, just dealing with the kid and just dealing with everything. And, right. 
um, you know, I was talking to a parent uh, previously and we had a conversation, you know, just about this. And she said, you know, in her new relationship, she said they had uh, everything right. But she said it was the kids that was kind of causing the issue. But I don't, it wasn't the kids themselves. It was just that they both parent differently, you know, and their kids were at different stages of their life. So they had different needs. Mm. And I think to make their relationship work, they just had to say, well, I'm going to handle this this way and you can handle that that way. And it didn't mean that they didn't have any like, like their kids couldn't depend on the other partner. It was just like, you know what? I'm just totally removed from this. And, you know, I think it's huge though when you think about that. Um, because every situation has has a different viewpoint. And I think True. that, um, you know, with the rates of divorce, you know, if you hear someone that's been married for a long time, you're like, wow. But it seems like statistically that that window is narrowing. So exactly. you know, the raise the raise of, you know, exactly. step parent, mom, step parent, dad. And like to me, I always feel like those relationships are like brother, husband, sister, wife. And not saying that it's a polygamy thing, but just saying that, you know, you have to form a tribe around that child. Exactly. You have to let's, like, you know, go back to what I'm saying. Like, know the parent, the other parent, mm-hmm. right? You have to get to know them. You know, what can I expect? You know, what should I look for? You know, what signs? You know, uh, what time should they be in bed? Right? I'm gonna go by the schedule she used. Right? So, because once that child comes into my my household, I have to treat her accordingly to what she's used to. So once you start changing things, you know, the child becomes rebellious on certain issues, mm-hmm. right? So, oh, my mom let me stay up this late, or my dad didn't say nothing about, you know, watch TV or ate in my room, right? So you have to find those little things out, you know? That's right. So viewers and listeners, right, we want you to let us know. Let us know your experience. If you go to our website, you can send us a voicemail. And we'll definitely post this to our social media and hopefully guys, you know, can give us some feedback and we'll have some, maybe we'll bring some of those follow-up questions on our next show. Because this, again, a lot of these topics that we're talking about, it's going to be like part one and a part two. Part two, two it has to be. Because, you know, everyone can have different experiences. I talk to some parents who are like, run, no, oh my God, it's so stressful. And, you know, you can't handle it and it's just too much. And, you know custody court you know child support and just never having peace or never being at ease at the household or you know sudden changes that are happening monthly and you know that you know or another thing that can happen is that you know maybe the relationship is just built around the kids and the relationship never developed between the parents and so they could do kids very well together and maybe they got that mapped out right but when it comes to the relationship is like yeah. well maybe not ill but it's like you know dang you yeah. know i don't even know who you are you know i don't even right, know what right, it's like right. to you know it's like when's the last time we've been out to dinner when's the last time we've been out like period you know dancing and you know what that looks for so um we want to salute all the parents that step up into 
the um, additional roles or maybe because someone passed you really had to step up um I know my grandmother on my mom's side uh her mom had passed away and she had a stepmother and um the way the story is passed down generationally is that it was a hard one Mm. and uh I think there's something that in doing my research it was called um the stepmother Cinderella stepmother syndrome I thought that was kind of interesting I know right it's a preoccupation with the position of the family, feelings of anxiety, rejection, and effectiveness, guilt, hostility, and exhaustion, loss of self-esteem, and overcompensation. Um, you know, and just like the Cinderella story. I mean, I think that there's a lot of blockbusters where, you know, and, and, and maybe that's kind of like Hollywood's perceptive, perception of a that mom that she's evil or you know it's this but um society society and times and places have seemed to perceive stepmothers in a negative way mm. in the past many of these women have quietly um overcompensated in the effect to find acceptance in their new family situation but are now coming forward with their psychological distress on the surface they may present a clinical picture similar to depression maybe because you know it can be it can be a lot, um, a feeling of distress. And it's normal in the context, you know, of this. So um, it's definitely a good read for you guys if you're interested in it. Cinderella, Cinderella's Stepmother Syndrome. Um, there's different articles written about that family pediatrics report of the task force family, infancy and pediatrics. So it was like a lot of different similar authors, articles, I'm sorry that you know talk about that and so PubMed PubMed sorry about that um was a good resource that you know talked about um Cinderella stepmother syndrome and you know just the negative you know it was always like I mean when you like when I think of all the stories Mm. except for the one movie it actually made me cry was the stepmother and um of course, they had a core relationship, and then when the ex-wife discovered she had cancer, then she realized she had to look at the her husband's new uh, or potential wife in a different way. Like that's going to be their potential mother, right? So with right. my health issues. But if you think about it, right? Um, yeah, Hollywood has really painted stepmothers more so, right, mm-hmm. in such a negative way. Is that a Lifetime movie? <laughs> no, it's not even on Lifetime. I mean, now you know there's Netflix, right? Right, right. But yeah, but The Stepmother is a tearjerker. It's a really good movie. Um, but, you know, you think about it um, and, you know, in all the, the... I can't even think of what my mind just went like, whoop. But yeah, it's just, you know... So um, from an urban definition, the step-parent is someone who assumes the role of the parent. Um and they may not have legally married that parent, um, and they're not, you know, biological. So, uh, we're so just remember when we're talking about step parenting. Um, again, in other cultures, you know, marriage is you know high regard and it's treated differently. And then there's some cultures where, you know, maybe marriage might have started out as high regard, right. but uh. then later, you know. Um, it was more about not going back to dating, but people were still trying to figure out the dating aspect. 
people were still trying to figure out what it meant to even have a family because you know they got used to the struggle or they got used or they just got caught up being a parent from sex right right right? let's talk about it yeah some people got caught up being being a parent just from sex just from sex that's it and then from that point of sex now they have to develop a relationship around that event and because there was no whole life changes right and because there were never any boundaries or any structures in that relationship you know um and a lot of men sometimes abandoned women when they got pregnant you know there was a history of men it ain't mine. <laughs> I mean, I think Maury, right? <laughs> Not to bring that in here, but that's true. Good grief! You know, there was a whole show of just, and it's just so, you know. But you know, it goes both oh ways God, too, it's right? Just so embarrassing. I know. Right. Mm-hmm. And what I mean from that perspective is, um, as you said, sometimes the father moves on, you know. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, um, which is we're known to happen, mm-hmm. as you said, on Maury. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mother mm-hmm. you know knows that you know this person right here is not my child's father mm-hmm. but you continue to, to go on in that relationship now I haven't seen where it was let known before the child was born you're not the father mm-hmm. right so let's end this or you know even though the father's not going to be around or you're going to be here mm-hmm. right so that's a a big step for a man Right. Right. You know, we get in a relationship, you know, and you're pregnant and, you know, the child's father is already saying, hey, I ain't going to be here. Right. So if I choose to be with you, I have to take that role. Right. Because that child, once he's born or she, Mm -hmm. I'm going to be the face that they see Mm -hmm. if we're in a committed relationship. Mm -hmm. So I have to be diligent Mm -hmm. and respectful and mindful that even though I'm not the biological father, mm-hmm. at this point right now, I am her father. Right. But let's let's circle back, right, to the challenges of being a step-parent. You know, becoming a step-parent comes with its challenges. Most kids whose parents get remarried while they're separated. So just getting back to that, whether it's remarried or right. they move on, while their separated parent is still alive, they hope that there's a chance of the reconnection, right? And oftentimes, this primary cause of resentment towards step parents the hope of their parents reuniting may cause negative feelings such as anger hate or confusion i think as a step parent it's normal to be stressed by the relationship with your new family they say over 60 percent of remarried couples disagree a lot when the children are involved there might be fewer challenges when you create a strong bond with kids like you were saying you know bond so we're going to talk about a few so discipline oh my goodness (laughs) that is a topic that Ooh. Right. And I think that it's safe to say that, you know. You're not my daddy. <laughs> I don't got to listen to you. <laughs> right. But you might have different ideas on how to discipline or parent kids. Right. So let's just, you know. And, you know, you can read blogs, you can read books. But ultimately, I think that that's a, a, an area where the two just have to draw a line and stand about that right. and, and and be realistic. And I think for me that I would, you know, talk to the, to the, the father, um, you know, to say, Hey, you know, 
but ultimately how he decides or he would decide how to discipline his daughter would be his choice you know and i think right. that would be the same thing in your case for a mom so it would be easy to say right so you can say this all right newly relationship mm-hmm. right child involved mm-hmm. um we have rules and regulations for you mm-hmm. right so we'll sit down we'll work them out hash them out that's right um this is what i expect for you mm-hmm. as a child right mm-hmm. um you know i'm gonna need respect because i'm gonna respect you right. right and i want you to respect my partner right. but i think there's also going to be that that hesitance right kids might be apprehensive about developing a relationship with the step parent and refuse to bond you know especially with older kids you know the emotions the kid might be experiencing conflict emotions and their age younger kids might adapt quickly that's why you have to find what they like incorporated before you really you know get involved so you know when we get to this point right that's what it is i got the idea that you know the quail is like right so younger kids might adapt quickly to the new relationship compared to older kids if you have a young stepchild, they say, you know, keep in mind that they may not fully understand the family structure is changing and then they may start reacting to this change later as they grow. And, you know, also it's like, how long have you bonded with them? Although there might be exceptions, right? It's mm-hmm. normal for kids to react defensively. Kids are usually more willing to accept you as a step parent if you have a history with them before you join their family. So meaning like that dating period, you know, um, and getting into that right and i think that's kind of cute how exactly we, how we talked about dating and parenting and i and you know this was just something that i felt like we had to touch but it's like how long have you been dating their parent children's might be suspicious if you rush to marry their parent if you have dated for some time they may understand that you're here for a long-term relationship and can be trusted right but i think that um you know i dated someone one time and i felt like you know it's like, dude, you can't take all my attention. Like, I have kids. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, what are and, you doing? Yeah, it was a turn off, and I, I terminated that relationship because exactly like, you should have. Yeah, this 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 isn't mm-mm, no. And then there's the other parent. As a step parent, it's easier for you to deal with couples that have open communication. If your partner and their previous spouse are still in conflict, it might affect your current relationship. This is the case. You may have to consider encouraging them to keep their issues away from the kids and maybe away from you. You know what I mean? Right. I think that um, availability, depending on the kid's um, attitude, they might want to spend more time with their birth parent. Um, in this case, you can't try to infringe on their time as it is better to put their needs first. Right. And this may also help you bond with your family more smoothly. So that's safe to say as, you know, me being a step parent. Mm-hmm. So, your daughter, she has to a date with her dad mm-hmm. to, to go somewhere. Her dad doesn't show up, mm-hmm. doesn't call. Mm-hmm. Right? So, you as a step parent, you know, the, the male, mm-hmm. you might have had obligations mm-hmm. for that day or something else you was planning to do in that day because you knew, you know, baby girl was going somewhere. So, you have to change your whole plan. So, Right then and there, like you have to become dad because she expected to go somewhere that day, mm-hmm. right? So I'm gonna make sure she go there, right? At all costs, like, okay, he's not here, I'm here, right? Because I'm the face that you see when you wake up or when you go to sleep. That's right. So, 
when that happens, like when your emotions, I have to maybe sit with you and you know console you. That's right. Right. So I have to understand. I have to be ready for that. So it's a lot of things that come with being a step parent that you know people don't look at. That's right. You know, you just jump into the relationship because of you know. Right, and let's look at a couple of um, statements like from my challenges that kids face, adaptation issues. Children may struggle with their feelings about a new step parent. They may develop feelings of resentment because they think that you're not replacing my mom, you're not replacing my dad. Exactly. It can be trust issues. It is normal if stepchildren are not sure if they should trust you. You know, often kids have experienced their biological divorce and they felt abandoned by that, so they may be reluctant to trust because they're worried that you will leave them also if they get attached. Mm-hmm. And then let's talk about the sibling cluster, <laughs> you know I me. Mean? If kids are joining your new family, they might feel the urge to, and to compete with your stepchildren. The Brady Bunch. Right, yeah, just like that. Your children or stepchildren might be unsure if their position is secure. And um, parenting plans, right? When the other biological parent is available, your stepchildren might be used to spending unlimited time with them. They might find it challenging to adapt when you set boundaries from their perspective. The limits you set might be uncomfortable, which might be a challenge to them. And let's talk about grief and loss, right? So some kids, they might not have, uh, this might might not be happening because of a divorce. It could be happening because of loss. But regardless of whether it's divorce or their parents passed away, grief and loss, after divorce, children can be emotional. <clears throat> um, with their um, separated parent or the prior family setting as a whole, the failure of either or maybe both, you know, can cause their grief, you know, and if they remarry into a family, it may trigger those emotions and those feelings. There might not be enough time for them to go through these feelings, and this may affect your relationship with them. Right. Right. Well, when it comes to um, a a stepchild, right, coming Mm -hmm. to a household, so, you know, might be a cross-country venture. Mm -hmm. All right, you know, mom been living single for a couple of years and she meets somebody. Mm-hmm. So in order for her to feel better in her relationship or, you know, to make her life comfortable, she might have to move across the country. That's right. Right. So now that child is, is at a point where, hey, I'm going to lose all my friends. I got to make new friends. He might be rebellious. Oh, I don't want to go. I want to stay with my dad. I want to stay with my mom. That's right. You know, so that's another thing. Like, you know, relationship and being a step parent has a lot of emotional roller coasters so it would behoove us if we did not make some suggestions on what not to do as a step parent and you know this is just from research so like again every situation is different um so this is what we and i said to avoid well this is what you should to avoid the following mistakes right trying hard to please that is that's a hard one, right? Because I should say, I'm sorry, trying too hard. Try, trying too hard. I'm sorry, not trying hard, but trying too Like you go hard. overboard. Like you go overboard. Many step-parents try too hard to please their stepchildren, and you might have a better chance of winning them over by just being your true, authentic self. self. Children often ease up at their own pace. Like, I do silly things. Like, you know, might be something I say might be funny or... I might get in and play a game with them and, you know, they're enjoying it and then I might just lose on purpose. So, you know, just something to keep them, you know, occupied. But when you try too hard, like, keep knocking on the door, hey, you all right in there? Mm-hmm. Hey, you need me to take you somewhere? Like, Dad, I'm all right, you know, I'm all right, I don't need you. Mm-hmm. You know, so you get, it gets to one of those things, like, Ma, he's trying too hard, tell him to stop, you know. 
right? Things like that. So. And then how about like when you like impose your own rules without an agreement, right? Rules often cause misunderstanding in families with step parents and for imposing your own rules in a household, you know, try getting the spouse and the ex of the spouse and their ex, <laughs> you know, get everybody together for, you know, to do punishment. This. No, co-parenting, okay. you know, on board by discussing what you think those rules should be. So rules aren't really so much about the punishment, right? Because I always believe in positive reinforcement, but rules can be like, you know, bedtime is 830, you know, dinner time is 630, you know, tablet or computer is off. X, X days, you know, maybe, you know, uh, tutoring is such and such days, so, right. you know, different rules, but sometimes, you know, step parents will like, you know, he, Hey, this is how, what I'm used to. These are the rules. So, you know, maybe it's okay to impose rules, but don't, but do it without an agreement. Right. I think when you impose rules, you have to ease into it. Right. So what I mean by that, um, set examples. So if you're used to, you know, a certain time for the house to be quiet, they have to understand that. Right. Right. So quiet time is nine o'clock. That's right. Everything's quiet. Right. You know, so everything, lights is off. Everything, everybody's in bed. That's quiet time. And sometimes the child's not going to agree with, the, the mother might not agree with, hey, you being too heavy. I usually let them stay up at 10 o'clock. Mm-hmm. All right. So if you fall asleep and they up to 10 o'clock and they running around here, is doing what they want to do that's right where's the discipline right right so we have to come to a common ground that's right and that's going to be very helpful for everyone and you know set your expectations too high don't assume you will fit in with the new family immediately children may take longer than you expect to adapt to the new family setting avoid imposing your expectations and let things play out naturally i think one thing that i learned from my uncle when you know he was dying he always told me that you got to let things play out. You got to let things play out. And I never really understood that because I think like for me as an accountant, you know, we're always result, you know, we're formula basis, you know, this and this, and this is the answer or that and that, or this is the, you know, measuring risk and, you know, doing those different things. And uh, I'm just learning. Mm to that slow and steady wins the race (laughs) and it's the journey that makes it so beautiful and it's okay not to be okay right and it's okay to be whip in progress whip in progress what is that work in progress oh work in progress like means that you're constantly working on yourself right i'll just say like this like the step parent kendra today might not have been the same step parent Kendra yesterday okay right you know I think you know some things have changed I think like the step parent Kendra today is like nope I'm not getting involved that's your thing um you know just you know respect boundaries I'm gonna be very supportive to the child and do everything that I can do